Oh, yes. Football is back! Oh, it's pro football time. Hit that high point, Brad. Let's go. This is backdoor cover, and this is the official start of football season, mother. Hello, I'm Micah. I'm joined by Brad. And Brad, how are you? Micah, it, uh, it was a long road of technical difficulties to get here, but we have arrived. Mitch well, Brad is... would ever know. And, and the most exciting thing is this is one of my favorite podcasts of the year. And the best part about it is we are breaking into two podcasts. That's how much we like this one. This is our over-under NFL, NFC preview podcast. And if all you got was Micah and Brad on Backdoor Cover, that would be enough. That's what you've been getting for the last six months. But that's not what you're getting today. Oh, no. You get the return of Can't Miss Mitch. Mitch Flax. Wow. And that's really good. Oh, so the much new, practice. The newest daddy, Peter the Irish guy. I'm a dad now. I'm more responsible. I'm wiser. I don't lose money ever. No, I can't afford to lose money ever, so I only give winners. Mm. That's it. He's also wearing a Lakers uh, pullover, so he's still a front runner, bandwagon beach. I'm now. I, I'm officially part of staff. How is the? Uh, I'm going to say something I shouldn't say. Uh -oh. Well, no, I'm not going to. I'm just. I'm just happy to see you, fellas. I am live in the MWBK studios, Dripping Springs. The fellas are live in the original MWBK studios. And we are backdoor cover. Before we get to the podcast, when we're going to go through each team in the NFL, all right, starting today with the NFC, next week with the AFC, going on the over-unders. And uh, I think you're really going to enjoy it. Before we do, a quick promotional note. Check out Mind of Mike. Let's see if my sound effects work. Yeah. Not coming through on my end, but that's okay. Oh, okay. Well, the sound effects aren't working. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Check out Mind of Mike of the other podcasts. And of course... Go to michaelweiner.com and start your home buying journey today. As you guys know, the fastest way to grow wealth in this society in America is through home ownership. And I want to help you do that. I want to be your guy. I want to be your lender. Go to michaelweiner.com. I'm a former, former real estate agent as well. I want to help you with the entire home buying process. michaelweiner.com. All right. Let's get on to the podcast. Mitch, I know that you have researched this thing to death. You have an amount of information that is scary and unprecedented. And I wanted to ask you, what? how do we want to do this? Do we want to start So here's with, what we're uh, going to do. Micah, yeah. let, me, yes. let me take over here. Yeah. You're over in your satellite office. We had 45 minutes of fucking tech support. <laughs> Anyways, I'm excited to talk about football. Mm. I was watching Monday Night Football last night, Falcons, Jets, and I kind of got, got a half chub. Falcons, uh, Jets got you there, huh? You must be very thirsty. Thirsty for some football. We're going to run down the NFC today. Next week, we'll be back. We'll be running the AFC. I'm going to go down. We're going to do over-unders on each team. We'll give a little context on why we think the teams will do what they do. It's the over-under win total for the season. That's right. right. Yeah, the over-under win total. And we're going to give you guys some bets before the season starts. I've got a lock locked in. I hope you boys do too. If you guys are watching this on the video stream, you are correct. 
uh, Peter Mitchell, Lady in the Tramping, a microphone because I'm missing a cord. So I you cannot wait you'll to notice that they're, uh, yeah. When the moon hits your eyes, like a, smells like a margarita pear, here. margarita. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, yeah. All yeah. right. There First one, guys, uh, by the way, last year when we did this, uh, we all sucked. I think we were below 50% on picking over unders. Okay. I took that personally mm-hmm. because you did better than me. I did zero research. You being Brad better than Mitch for the uh, audience out I'm, there. I'm back with a vengeance and I'm probably going to go a perfect 30 for 30. I'm glad you're going to try hard, Mitch. Arizona is the first one up, guys. The total on this is eight and a half. Last year, Arizona won a total of 11 games. I'd love to hear kind of what your thoughts are if we're going over or under on the eight and a half. Starts off, Pete. Firstly, Mitch going 30 for 30. There's 32 teams in the NFL, but uh, that's, that's fine. Uh, Fair enough. So, yeah, the Cardinals, eight and a half is the win total. That's yes. low. That's very low. Considering they won 11 games last year, Kyler Murray's a year more experienced. Cliff Kingsbury's a year more attractive. Actually, funny note on Kingsbury, I was in Cabo uh, at a swimming pool over the summer and swam up to the uh, hotel bar and who was in the pool buying drinks was Cliff Kingsbury. Uh, We discussed everything that there is to discuss about the Arizona Cardinals. Is that right? Yeah, he told me that they're going to win uh, 11 games again this year. Mm. So I'm going to go the over, uh, and I'm going to say that's comfortable. Yeah, did he over. say anything about wanting to murder Kyler Murray? No, but we did. We it was myself, uh, Matt Mayfield, uh-huh. and Kingsbury. So uh, Baker's had, brother. Yeah, we had a little little bromance going on. Kingsbury was buying. There were thirty dollars a margarita, so it was on Kingsbury. Uh, but yeah, so I'm going to go over on the Cardinals. I like what they're doing. Have you guys seen that? Uh, during the preseason, they're letting Kyler call games in the fourth quarter to show him what it feels like, to, like how hard it is to call a game. Like, there's so much dissident between this front office and Kyler Murray. It's uncomfortable and it's weird and it's awkward. I think they're going to fall off a fucking cliff. You don't like it. No. Did Peter just break some news about a potential tampering violation? <laughs> <laughs> Basically, like it tampered with $30 margaritas. So, where are you at, Mitch? What do you got? Oh, you well, want to give Mike a chance to? Yeah, to I wanted to hear what you guys said. I'll well, I'll anchor I'll, this. I'll speak. I mean, I, I will echo what Brad said. Everything with Kyler is weird. I've never seen an unhappier, super rich guy who got everything he wanted this this year, and then they still sort of leaked out that he didn't study, and then everybody posted those graphics about how his passer rating goes down following the the release of some video game every year, and he doesn't study. That being said, he's pretty good and he's healthy. The question is, can he stay healthy for 17 games? Or in this case, eight and a half games. Um, I don't know. This team got off to a very hot start last year and then just sort of collapsed down the stretch. Um, They've added a piece or two. I just don't know. This division is is not the toughest. Uh, They do have the defending Super Bowl champions to, to contend with, but the rest of the division... Isn't necessary. So you think the 49ers aren't good? I think is the, that what I'm the hearing? 49ers are in store to take a step back this year. Um, that's a spoiler alert because I'm sure we'll get to that later. Okay. Yeah. If you look uh, at and, and sorry, obviously Monica, to give you- obviously sorry, Seattle is obviously in a rebuilding situation. Uh, 
Eight and a half seems about right. I, I would tend to lean on the over. Uh, they look like a nine and eight team to me. I'm an underboy. What you got, Mitch? Last thing I want to say, just looking at their schedule, they could easily be 0-4 going into week five. They've got a really, really tough... They, they start with the Chiefs at Raiders, Rams at Panthers. Then they Call of Duty comes out mid-November, and they don't win another game after that. So, just saying. Look, I mean, obviously you've got... Kingsbury and his air raid offense. I love it. I think he's got, you know, one of the most unique offenses in the NFL. Uh, Vance Joseph, they've dominated on defense, but they've got a couple key losses. Chandler Jones is a big, big loss, in my opinion, uh, in that defense. Uh, We know that as Pats fans. Um, I think this team is going to be worse than it was last year. They gave up 22 and a half points a game. Last year, in my opinion, I think this division uh, on the at the top and their out of conference play, out of division play, I think this team is an under all the way. They don't win more than eight games, and I think it's probably going to fall seven to eight. So moving on, I've got under. Hold on, I want to hear. What, so it's what, under, under, over, over for Mitch or for uh, Peter and Micah overs. Um, Peter and Micah went over. Mm-hmm. Me and you. I'm under. leaning over. Great. Okay. Moving on. We've got uh, the mighty Falcons who won a total of four games last year who absolutely stink. Guys, the total over under is set for four and a half. Peter, uh, I'll kick it off to you. Four and a half. Fuck me. That is disrespectful. Uh, who's their starting quarterback? Is Mariota? Yeah, Marcus. I think who he played for? He wait. What you mean? Who do you play for? It, it, don't listen to him. Okay. Continue. Uh, <laughs> I think Mariota is better than you think. I think four and a half is crazy disrespectful. I think like they'll win week one at home against the Saints. Um, they can beat the Browns week four. They can beat the 49ers week six. Mm. They can beat the Panthers mm. week eight. They can beat the Chargers week nine at home. They can beat the Bears at home week 10. I thought yeah, you they said can, you were giving me over. They can get over four and a half wins. That's incredibly disrespectful to an NFL team that are you know, full of NFL players. They're pretty good. Let me, read you, a, let me read you a wide receiving core. Drake London, questionable. By the way, he has a Q next to his name. Brian Edwards and Olamide Zacharias. That's their starters. Stacked. Stacked. Kyle Pitts, year two. I mean, these dudes stink. I think they're going to purposefully lose. Uh, it. I don't see them going over. No way. All those teams you listed off, I was like, lost, 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 lost. So if those are their winnable games, they're in big trouble. Michael, what do you think? I think Atlanta stinks. Fair enough. That, uh, is that it's just I'm still I know this is year two of the 17 game NFL season. Uh, it's mm-hmm. weird because this feels like a four and 12 team. But could they be a five and 12 team? Of course they could be. So this is another team I don't have a strong feeling on. I generally uh, the Falcons have a, generally what's considered to be a fairly difficult schedule. They're in sort of a, the uh, the the you know, the, the bottom or the top third of difficulty. Give me the under. Let's see them fall apart. I feel like they're in tank mode. Uh, Marcus Mariota is not the answer. 
things may get ugly for them. He always gets hurt anyway. Give me the under. Micah, I'm with you. The question is, did this team get better than last year? No. And there's no way that when you look at the QB position, that that's an upgrade to Matt Ryan. Because when it all comes to be the end of the career for Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan has phenomenal numbers. And I look, here's the thing. I like Arthur Smith. I think eventually this team might be good, but it's going to be years from now. I like Pease as a, a defensive coordinator, but there's no chance that that upgrade alone is going to help them win a half a game more than they did last year. I like the under all the way. I think they win three to four. Maybe uh, that's going to be a tough division for them. And I think uh, what you said, Peter, them beating the Saints early on, you are tripping is the technical term. <laughs> or the Chargers. Uh, can I so, say one other thing? Arthur yeah, Smith is a weird looking dude. He's I was a badass, watching that though. game last night, and every time they cut to him, I'm like, that guy's an NFL head coach? Weird. Yeah, he's got a creepy looking mustache. I mean, <laughs> you're not wrong. However, the total's you're, so thinking, low. you're talking about the fucking Saints as if they're really good. They've got an absolute maniac under center for them. So they're you can never rely on what they're going to do with fucking... Uh, what's his name? The Florida State Crab Stealer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So James. anyway, uh, listen. At the end of the day, Marcus Mariota has been on some pretty fucking average teams, and his record as a starter is thirty-seven and thirty-seven. He's five hundred guy. He can win more than four fuck four and a half fucking games. He can get five wins at home against average opposition with Atlanta. That's what I think. We'll see. It's a good. That's a good take. I, yeah, fair enough. If you think Mariota is better than Ryan, okay, don't got put it. your money on it. Though. Got it. Yeah, yeah, got it. All right, fair enough. We've got. It. Uh, next up, same division, same. We've got the Carolina Panthers. Your mm. your Carolina Panthers, Peter. The total on this is six and a half games. Last year they won a total of five games. Didn't uh, they win like the first four? I, I think, think they. they I think they came out winning. Uh, they came out three and zero. This was like my team of the year, and then all hell broke loose. Darnold stunk, and then. Uh, the handsome running back went down. And, Christian, mm-hmm. yeah, he went down. Is he's? I, I want to know who he's dating because I think that's important. Is he getting? <laughs> Do you laid? think he's got a Kardashian girlfriend or something? I don't know. I, I think thought it, it was Olivia Culpo. Yeah, it's, I haven't heard anything, which means they're probably still together. Which means he's probably happy and 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 satisfied. Mm. You got to feed him the ball and feed him something else. Stretch the hamstring. So I look. I look at this team. Uh, I, I'm not so sure this team is is better than they were uh, really? last year. We're gonna be. We're gonna see. I mean, yeah, that's is, true. is is Baker an upgrade over Darnold? Are we? That's that's the biggest question. Well, he is because he's the first string and Darnold's the second string. The other thing is we got Christian McCaffrey back over Chuba Hubbard. Chuba Hubbard, whatever. However you say that oh, man's yeah, name. No. DJ Moore is a bad motherfucker. He proved it last year, and he's gonna get better with Baker behind under center. Uh, Robbie Anderson looks like he does crack sometimes, or he he, he looks like he he's ready to rob. He and crack. He, that's, he that's he's got a funny look to him. Yeah. But uh, and then Terrence Marshall Jr. is a very good up and coming player. I think that they've got tons of talent on the offensive side of the ball. I like this squad. What's the over under uh, number, Mitch? What is it? Six and a half. Six and a half. Okay. So, I like over. Oh, he likes the over. I think. Yeah, the Panthers are going to be an interesting one. I think four of their first five are at home. So I think they can get to th- probably three and two early, 
They have Browns at home week one. You know That's how fucking a fire. jacked the, all the Panthers will be for Baker to go out and win that game. I think they win week one. And nobody's more petty than Baker. Like, you know exactly. he wants to stop Their those fucks. Their one road game is at the Giants. You know how winnable that game is. <laughs> then they got Cardinals, Niners um, at home and the Saints at home. So three and two after f- five is very reasonable. They better be three and two because then they got Rams, Bucks, Bengals, you know, they got some tough road games coming up. Oh, what is it? Six and a half? Mm-hmm. I'll take the over as well. Oh, that's I feel cool. awful about it because I've now picked three consecutive overs. But over as well. I give you one. That, well, I can't because I, I haven't seen it in my own eyes. But reports are that Christian McCaffrey is still dating Olivia Culpo, uh, which that's uh, that's strong. I am tempted to hit the over here too. I, I feel like... Uh, Rule knows what he's doing. They've struggled a little bit. He's on the hot seat. Baker is going to be out there letting it fly. He's going to be playing loose. I just think they're upgraded. They're upgraded. And uh, if they stay healthy, this is a team that struggled with injuries last year. They got off to a good start. I think Peter's right. They could win three or four of those first five games and just have to get a few more down the stretch. Give me the over. Yeah, I I completely disagree with you guys. Ooh. yeah, they they might beat the Browns, they might beat the Giants, but they're going to lose to the Saints, they're going to lose to the Cardinals, they're going to lose to the 49ers, they're going to be 2 and 3 max, and then things get very hairy for them. They might get a couple games against the Falcons. Um uh, yeah. but I think they're probably going to hit that number on the high end at 6. I look at this coaching staff with Rule, you've got Snow who followed Rule from Baylor. Uh, I just see these guys as college coaches that don't necessarily translate to the NFL. And I think it starts with them. It starts with head coaching. It's not what Baker needs. That's a fact. I see these college coaches. It's kind of similar to how Pete Carroll first came out into the NFL uh, at the New England Patriots. He struggled. And I think Rule, this is probably his last year, and that entire coaching staff is going to get an absolute overhaul. And I think that it's not exactly what they needed. And... They lost Stephen Gilmore uh, on the defensive side. This defense was pretty decent. Uh, Obviously, they were laced with injuries last year uh, on the offensive side, but we'll see what happens. I just don't think that this team has enough in that division to get over six games. My guess that they're five to six max wins when I look at this schedule. It's just way too tough, so I'm going under. So if they hit... Under if they finish six and eleven, what happens to Baker then? It's a good question. Honestly, uh, I think you could look at the coaching staff, but look, I mean, Darnold, he's probably out of the league uh, at this point uh, in the next year or two. He might be a serviceable backup. Maybe, maybe he really hasn't demonstrated much. But look, this—you obviously got one of the best running backs uh, in the league, but you know. It's fleeting as are one of the best running backs in the league. It doesn't last long. You're riddled with injuries. It seems like it's heading that direction. I will be shocked uh, if Christian lasts a full season. I really will be. And let's see if Baker can find more. I obviously think he's a stud, and I don't know what just happened there, but uh, I got Ralph super excited. Down our camera. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Anything else to add on that, guys? Uh, I, you know what? I'll just say this. I, I hate to disagree with Camp Miss Mitch, but I felt pretty strongly about Me the too. Carolina over here. I feel comfortable. 
uh, certainly stronger than the first two teams we picked. It, it, Peter's going all overs on the shittiest teams in, in the entire conference. But let's I go. mean, I'm just a positive guy. Those fucking He's win just, totals it, are glass so low. Half full, buddy. I think Carolina will be better than you think. I think Atlanta will be They're better. They're curb stomping the Browns in game one. Hey, remind week me one. who took what uh, on that last... Who went, who went over, who went under on that? I hate this fucking lady in the tramp mic shit, by the way. Who had, give me the totals. So everybody's over but you on the Carolina Panthers. Also, all you have to do is lean in. Yeah. That's what she said. Oh. Um, all right, guys. The Bears. Last year, they won a total of six games. This year, the total is six and a half. What do we think, Micah, Brad? Micah, why don't you start us off? Why would anyone think the Bears are going to be better? The, I, I don't think anyone's I, going I, to I'm argue not to be rhetorical here. I, the Bears do have one of the easiest schedules in the league. They have the fourth easiest schedule. Um, I just think this, this franchise stinks. Give me the under. I mean. How's that, Brad? The, the number is kind of high considering – who was it for? Like, like there were some other teams that I think are worse than this that had lower totals. I think that they're under for sure. Uh, I nothing that I've heard about this team has been positive. In fact, every single thing that comes out of that camp is negative. I don't know, man. There, in, everything from the the rookie quarterback from last year to the running back coach, rookie head coach. I think it's another rebuilding year. I think that they're trying to get their feet under them. They got rid of Allen Robinson, sent him to Los Angeles. Mm, I I just, I can't see it getting better this quickly. I think it's going to take a couple years for that quarterback to get used to what's good out there. Yeah, I that's it's good close. It's six and a half, is it? Yes. Six and a half, and they won six games last year. This is his second year, but a new coach. They got rid of a really good wide receiver. They got rid of he's the a, defensive end too, right? Yeah, he's a stud, I think. Justin Fields is a stud. I do too. He he's just had really terrible, fucking good. Terrible I think stats. he can win the same amount of games as he did last year. Mm. Can he win seven? You said they have the fourth easiest schedule. Those things all, you know, obviously they always change as you get into the season. What's easy and what's not easy. Looking at their sure. winnable games at home. You know, I mean, they, they open. They have Niners, Texans. They have a lot of road games early. Week two, Seattle. Patriots, week Cowboys. three, Cleveland. I'm going to take my first under here. I'm going to say they they probably finish on six or five wins. Mm. Mm. So everyone's gone under. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'm the crazy one. Mm. And maybe that's because I literally have been doing nothing all day except studying these teams and I think it starts at the coaching level. And you've got uh, Eberflus, who came from Indianapolis, who is now the head coach. He made an immediate impact uh, when he went over to Indy. Uh, you've got Getze, who was the offensive coordinator at Green Bay. And then Alan Williams, who Eberflus brought over from Indy, who's an NFL vet who's been in the league for 21 years. This defensive-minded coaching staff I think is going to bring the monsters of midway back and for all of the Bears fans out there I think they're going to be extremely excited about this team it's going to start with defense very similar 
to how the Patriots were last year, except I expect a not as much on the offensive side, obviously, but I do expect this team to surprise on the upside. I think their schedule permits them to get to seven to eight wins, and that's conservatively. They are going to surprise people, and they're not going to be as bad as people think. Their wide receiving core looks really bad. They lost Khalil Mack, but I'm telling you, I think there's going to be massive improvement on the defensive side, and they're going to go from letting up 23, you know, almost 24 points a game last season, and I think that number drops significantly. So I am going over here. Nice. I was wrong. I was looking at the preseason earlier when I was reeling off games, but they do have week three, Houston, week four, uh, New York. They've so got an easy schedule. They're and gonna, I think they're gonna, they start and I th- off, though, with San Fran Green Bay, and they're going to get their shit packed. No problem. It's going to be unpleasant. Yeah, that's, that's going to be tough. Micah, next up, uh, your Dallas Cowboys uh, last year who finished with uh, 12 wins, the total this year, 10 and a half. Guys, what are your thoughts there before I run Hammer. to the bathroom? The under. Oh, no. Mike is a pessimist. Cowboys led the league in turnover uh, differential. That is never a good thing, Um, including most of those plays that uh, Diggs made last year where he had about a thousand and a half interceptions. Uh, The Cowboys had 26 interceptions last year as a defense. No other team in the NFL had more than 19. Uh, Oh, actually, I'm sorry. The Saints had 23. It doesn't matter. Okay. This team is going to fail and probably spectacularly they are very thin at wide receiver outside of cb lamb the they have overpaid their running back to an uh, excessive degree the defense just even if the defense is better than it was last year they're going to create less turnovers and the cowboys just aren't going to win as many games this is a nine and eight team mm. I just, I'm, you look at the division and you're like, which of those teams is going to beat them? Philly, Washington, nah. The Giants, nah. So right off the bat, that's four. They, maybe they split with Philly, that's five. So they're halfway there already, just getting out of conference play or division play, excuse me. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't know, Micah. I'm not so sure. They've got Dak back. I would imagine he's getting closer and closer to full strength. They've got the Houston Texans and the Jacksonville Jaguars on their their uh uh whatever schedule. I I kind of like the over in this spot. That's just me. Yeah, the Cowboys will uh, they'll live and die by the health of that O line. It's aging, which is the concerning part. Their O line has been obviously phenomenal the last few years, right? They were chipped up too last year. 70, and they're healthy again, right? Seventy seven best left tackle game. I think if they stay healthy. They can definitely get that over. The second half of their schedule is very favorable. Very, very favorable. They get Vikings will be okay. They get G-Men, Colts at home, Texans, Jags, Eagles, Titans who aren't great, (laughs) Commanders. They have a very easy, well, not easy, favorable second half. It's the boneyard of the the NFL. I think that the Cowboys 10 and a half. Um. If they can stay healthy, which I'll bank on them staying healthy, I'll say they go over. Michael took under, by the way. I, I got that. I, okay. I heard that before I had to rush out and uh, break the seal for the first time today. Guys, this is the number one offense, number one scoring offense from last year. And you had Dak back from an injury. 
and you've got all the coaching pieces back exactly the same team. Quinn had a massive challenge last year. Yeah. He had to do things with 34 different defensive players because of COVID. And that's out the window. That completely changes the game. So from a coaching perspective, it's all locked in. McCarthy, you've got Moore, you've got Quinn, and I really like this team. Who cares about Amari Cooper? I don't care about that loss. You've got Micah Parsons on the defensive end, who in my opinion is one of the best defensive players. And if we could translate war uh, into a defensive you know, uh, uh, some mathematical or, you know, mm-hmm. quantitate that somehow in the NFL, it would be at an all time high. And this guy's returning uh, for his second year. I love the over here. I really do. I don't know how you don't. These guys easily get to 11, maybe 12. This is another playoff team. I think their defensive uh, numbers get better. They were the eighth uh, team based on defensive scoring and points allowed. That number is going to go up. I'm sorry, down. Uh, their ranking is going to go up. I, I I love I love the over here. Not to mention uh, Cavante Turpin going to return like every kick this entire year after uh, seeing him in the preseason. There, he did look pretty impressive. I, Mitch, I told you. Well, I said while you were gone, the Cowboys' defense may be better. He's but thinking they're not positive. Create as many turnovers as they did last year, leading the league, and that's why I like the under. Jerry Jones is notorious for overpaying his stars, which makes this team thin. And as Mitch said, or as uh, Peter said, if they stay healthy, they won't stay healthy. They're shallow. They're thin. Mm. Things are going to fall apart. Cowboys under. Pessimistic, I think Micah. The, the turnover thing, Trey Diggs, he gets, yes, constantly see videos of him getting torched all the time uh, on go rights. He's not the quickest person. But it also means that guys go after him. Continue. He'll get balls thrown his way constantly. And he just fucking has, he's got good hands. He'll continue to make interceptions. I think he's a good football player. Love him. And I think, yeah, I think the overall, I think the over, I like the Cowboys to be really, really fucking good, be 12 and 5. His kid's awesome on television, too. You see his kid last year? He's, he's a cute a, kid. He's a cute kid. He's a cute kid. All right. Uh, Brad, your Detroit Lions uh, last year won a total of three games. Pretty good. This year, that over-under is six and a half. What do you boys think? I'll kick it off to Brad or Micah here. I'll start us off, Micah. I kind of like the over. I kind of like it. They're going to be biting ankles or knees or whatever that coach said. I, I think that the uh, Detroit's kind of starting to look spicy. Some of those draft picks are starting to come into their own. I think that they are an interesting team in this spot. What was the total, Mitch? Six and a half. Six and a half. I'm, I'm taking. Uh, I'm taking that over. I'm. I'm going to see some uh, positive trends here for the Detroit Lions. I'm going to hammer the under. Mm. This is the classic team that gets hyped during uh, during hard knocks, and yeah. betters bet them up because they get excited about seeing a coach who seems like he's going to cry all the time. He's fucking super emotional. He's dropping F-bombs. He's a weird Aggie guy. Apparently, he's the coolest dude in all of Detroit. He goes, he, he's obsessed with air filters. There was a story about that today. He goes to uh, O'Reilly to go pick one up, and it takes two and a half hours because he just signs autographs. <laughs> I don't believe any of it. This, this franchise is absolutely the worst in football, and it's been that way for generations. I think that they're getting some over likes because 
of Hard Knocks. And because of that, who is – I mean, let, let's look at who their quarterback is here, fam. Let's not expect Jared Goff to win seven games unless he's got McVay uh, calling the shots and, and some real talent there. Detroit stinks. Give me the under. Yeah, they're not winning more than double the games they won last year. They're not getting to seven. I, they may get to five. They may get to six. You may see an improvement. Their defense might be better. They may Goff is okay. Yeah, Goff again. He's probably better, better than you think. No way they get to seven. They're just not finishing seven and nine. They don't have seven wins in them. I can see six and ten or six and eleven. Um, yeah, I'm seeing six when I'm looking at the schedule a little more closely. I'm still going yeah, with the I'm over. Take the I'm taking I'm taking the uh, the hype from uh, Hard Knocks. Yeah, look, I mean, I look at the coaching staff and it's just filled with Aggies and being here in Austin, you know, <laughs> they are engineers by trade. I mean, it's just what they do. But uh, Ben Johnson, Dan Campbell, just a weird, just weird like Aggies. And and look, the the, the biggest thing about Detroit is they didn't lose Aaron Glenn who was one of the top head coach candidates out there. He was running that defense. But here's the thing. That defense finished 31st in scoring last year. They stuck. They let up 27.5 points uh, a game last year. I don't see them as a better team than they were last year. And so to go from three games last year that they won to seven, that's crazy. With what? What happened? What happened that you can justify an over, Brad? What do you think? So, when you look at that, where are they getting four extra games? From who? I'm you're going to know this if they beat either Philadelphia in week one Won't or happen. the Commanders Zero in week Zero chance. Two. Philly is a top contender. Will not happen. How about the Commanders? Maybe, but... So if they win maybe, that game, I think they got But a shot. Commanders are loaded, in my opinion, at the receiver. They might have the best receiving okay. trio in the league. So that's the big... That's the pivot here. So if they beat the Commanders... Won't happen. But if, then they got Seattle win, they got Chicago win, ah, New York they won't Giants be, they won't be win, uh, all right. Jacksonville win, New York Giants, or uh, I'm sorry, Jets win, Chicago Bears win, and that's eight. Okay. It's all right. eight, those are winnable games by this team. That's all I'm saying. So Maybe. I like You're, it. Yeah, all right. Fair enough. I like how you went on a limb. You did better than me last year, so uh, I'll give that to you. Moving on uh, to Green Bay. Last year, they finished with a 13 uh, games on the win column. This mm. year, that over-under is 10.5. Boys, what do you think here? Pete's got this. All right, let me go first because I need to pee. 10.5, uh, <laughs> I'll go under on the Packers. Whoa. Yeah, I don't. I, they lost. I mean, he they, he lost his go-to. He lost Devontae and they didn't replace him with anyone fucking special. He keeps fucking talking about Randall fucking Cobb. He's 100 <laughs> years old. Uh, Rodgers is getting older and slower, cares less. He's doing ayahuasca in the offseason. All he cares about is doing fucking drugs, going out and being a hippie, growing his hair long like Nicolas Cage. Yeah, uh, 11 wins, 10 and a half. Actually, if it was nine and a half, I'd take the under. I think this is a down year for the Packers. I think Rodgers starts to question, should he stay in the league anymore? Uh, I think nine and seven sounds about right to me. Are you or ready nine to be and flabbergasted? Eight. Nine and eight. Uh, Randall Cobb, 13 years younger than Tom Brady. 13 fucking years. And as a receiver, that's ancient. He's 32. Right. Ancient. Oh, 
See drunk. There you go. He had some really good points, by the way, with yeah. the ayahuasca. Aaron Rodgers is probably a lot more empathetic these days, which probably makes him a big fat pussy. <laughs> he probably cares, but in the NFL, that doesn't necessarily work. I got to be honest. Look, Green Bay, top 10 offense, top 10 defense last year. You've got, uh, obviously, LaFleur. He's off to a very fast start at the head coaching level. And then you've got the former um, uh, O-line coach, now the OC in Stenovich. And then Joe Barry. This is interesting, though. This defensive coordinator, he has been able to manufacture one of the best tackling teams in the NFL, and it's all about tackling. So mm. I don't know what type of drills they're doing. I think their defense gets better. Maybe there's some regression on the offense Perhaps that's not enough to make up for Devontae Adams. I certainly don't think Alan Lazard is going to make up for Devontae Adams, but Sammy Watkins could have a monster career year. I like the over here. I think that schedule uh, in a weak, weak division, I think these guys on a minimum can get to 11 wins, uh, and I'm kind of uh, focusing on 11 to 12 wins here. Green Bay over. I think I like them over too. It's going to be interesting. You don't usually see division rivals open up the season, but they're playing week one versus Minnesota. Uh, and that would be their biggest challenge to win that division and really to have a, a successful run at that, that division. So we'll know pretty quick. Then they got the Bears in week two, and that's going to be an ass whipping. So anyways. Tell me when was the last career year that Sammy Watkins had? Well, was it I, when he was at Clemson? I, I think I think Mitch also thinks that Josh Gordon's going to have a big year as well this year on his way back for the fucking for the Chiefs. So uh, don't even get me started. Give me a fucking, fucking Josh Gordon. Uh, anyway, oh, you you just triggered me with Josh Gordon, as Brad knows on all of my group chats with with KC Chiefs fans who thought he was going to change their whole season last year. That dude hasn't gotten open since 2017. Anyway, I digress. I. I'm tempted to take the over here. This is a team that just wins uh, despite Adam Rogers and his exploration of DMT. <laughs> Adam Rogers, are you on ayahuasca? Who's Adam? That's okay. It's a drippy spring Adam story. Rogers? Yeah. Okay, whatever. Aaron Rodgers, he... Uh, I, I despise him. Mm. But he is not only a great quarterback, he's clearly coaching this team. Uh, I, I don't know what LaFleur does, but Rodgers is doing everything. He's he's telling his team to, to step up. He's being critical of certain guys. I just think he finds a way to win games. And the other teams in this division, I mean, as a floor, they're going to beat Detroit. They're going to beat Chicago in close games. Yep. He's He owns those teams. So give me the over. I mean, even in 11 and 6 years, two wins worse than they did last year. And it seems well within reach to me. I got a short answer. Over. Yeah. Everybody's on the over except uh, Pete Skeet. L.A. Rams. Total on them, 10.5. They won 12 last year. These are the reigning Super Bowl champs. What has changed that would make you think that they're not going over? That they're better. I, I would think that they are better than they were last year. I think Allen Robinson's a huge upgrade. And despite how shitty he's looked lately because he was in Chicago, I think he's a monster. I think he comes out, and uh, this is kind of like his coming out party. This is his chance to come and fill in that OBJ spot. Uh, I'm pumped for this squad. 
fills that out that Robert Woods spot. Like I'm I'm thinking this is gonna be a, a really tough team as long as they can stay off the injury bug because they are clearly as top heavy as Dolly Parton, my fan. Like the uh I like that. They got some oldies, but they got some goodies, you know what I'm saying? So they're double D up top, just keep that shit healthy. Moika? Moika? I don't know how to feel here. Okay. I'd like to hear Peter's take first. What's the total? Ten and a half. Ten and a half. That's a lot for an old, old team that just won it all and celebrated and they got their championship and Aaron Donald was almost going to retire. He got his championship. They got the running back back. Yeah. I mean, the only thing thinking that makes me think the over would hit is they've got a fantastic coach who's obsessed with winning and that breeds into his players and they'll all become obsessed because of it. Stafford's really, really good. Um, But I'm going to say the under. I'm going to say they finish at 10 and 7. Yeah, I'll I'll take the under. I'll take the over here. Their schedule's pretty fucking hard. I, I, I gave Arizona the under, so I will ride with the Rams to win this division by two or three games and, and hit the over. I think these guys have a very good chance of repeating, and uh, I certainly think Bobby Wagner is an upgrade over Von Miller, who I don't know what he wants to do. He probably wants to join Rodgers doing ayahuasca somewhere because that dude isn't playing football. That's for fucking damn sure. <laughs> I don't know if he's modeling for Warby Parker with his fucking weird glasses that he always wears. Like, I just honestly look at this Rams team. They're a phenomenal football team. They've got great coaching. They're great on both sides of the ball. And Stafford, to me, is the best quarterback right now in the NFL. He's got weapons galore all over the place. Cooper Cup is fucking bananas. He's unstoppable. Imagine, like, he's like Cole Beasley on... Massive amounts of whatever. That's just racist. Tatis. What? What's racist? That you compared him to a white guy. Uh, okay. <laughs> Peter so. liked it. Fair, you can't hear him laughing, enough. but fair he liked enough. it. I, I love the over here. Uh, this team, I think, just only gets better. Last year, uh, they were sixth on offense at 27 points per game and 21.3 points that they gave up on defense, which top 10. I think this is... Uh, a repeat of last year. And I think they're going to run the table. I might grow my beard out and get my fade up just like Cooper cup. So I can, I can look like, Coop. I think who, uh, listen, I think the thing with cup is there's no way he's as open as he was the entire last season. I think it was because he was white that he was just so open. No, you one think so? Fuck about him. I think it, he gets more locked down this season and it's, it's, it's a difficult thing to do. Secondly, because I think they finished 10 and seven doesn't mean I don't think they can win. The, like the Super Bowl, I think ten and seven could definitely win that division. They've the Cardinals, they've the Forty ers with a rookie quarterback and Seattle. So you're taking they the can, under in a Super Bowl. Win. They can, well, what I'm saying is they can win the division at ten and seven. Mm. An old team who just won the Super Bowl, who isn't as focused regular uh, season, you think and then LeBron playoff, James yeah, playoff time come, they win the division, they get in. Playoffs come, they're fucking really hard to beat with a really great coach and a great quarterback. So I think at ten and seven, they could still win at all Mm. here's their only thing uh they do lose their offensive coordinator and they've got the uh their new oc liam cohen 
who went to Kentucky last year as their head coach and previously was with the Rams. So he is familiar. It's kind of one of those scenarios where uh, Josh McDaniels for years, Matt Patricia, where it's like, hey, uh, Bill, I'm going to go try this out and be a head coach somewhere. I'm going to fail and then come back home to daddy. And it, it, it is a little bit like that. So I don't necessarily see a lot of uh, challenges there. I just think this team just gets better. And Stafford is just so thirsty to just keep on winning. Let's move on. Minnesota, this is an interesting... Do you have something else to say? I just think, like, the last... Sorry, last thing. The last time someone repeated, it was over, it's been over 20 years. It's been almost 20 years. With the but Patriots. we're talking over It's really, really hard to do. So it's hard to keep going back to the well. And these guys are... A lot of them are old. Yeah. It is a really tough division, too. Guys, the Rams have been in the Super Bowl two of the uh, last four years. Okay, I mean, they're, they're doing what they're supposed to be doing, and they've got a massive upgrade in Stafford. So a great coach. Phenomenal coach uh, who has a hot wife, and uh, everybody knows if you have a hot wife, you just succeed. You're a successful guy. Everyone knows that. Fair. Minnesota Vikings total nine and a half. Last year, they won eight games and underachieving football team, in my opinion. Boys, what do you think here? Micah starts off. What's the number here? Nine and a half. That's right. Correct. Mm. Mm. And what ah. they do last year? They won eight. They won eight last year. I don't think they're two games better than they were last year. I just they they're a bad five hundred team. This seems like a nine and eight, eight and nine kind of team. Either way, I'm taking the under. What? See, hey, why are why are they a worse team than or not a better team than last year? Do you have any? Are you just making it up? No, I, it's not that I think they're significantly worse. I just don't think they're significantly better. Two games is, I, I just, and I also still don't trust Kirk Cousins to be anything better than average. Mm. And you know, in a close game, half the time Kirk Cousins is going to deliver, and half the time he isn't, and they're going to go nine and eight. You know what I feel about this team? I think that the new two-headed running back monster in Galvin Cook and Alexander Madison. I think that that is a great baseline for a good defensive team that has a monster receiver in Justin Jefferson and an underrated guy in Adam Thielen who's just going to fucking suck up some touchdown catches. I guarantee you he's open in the fucking end zone all the time. I think this team outperforms, and I could see him beating Green Bay for the, the division. I like him over. Yeah, I agree with you. I think they maybe have the two two of the best players in their position in the league, Justin Jefferson and... Dalvin Cook, and I think it, it sounds like it's a year that you could see Cousins, you could see him actually delivering on a lot of these things, a lot of statistics that he's always high mm. up in. He's always high completion rate, right? He's always, all the stats are always there. The wins tend to not be there. It's, it's Kevin O'Connell. It's another year. He's a, he's a quarterback guy. I like him as a coach. I think the Vikings win the division, and the Vikings are a playoff team. I'd take the over. Dalvin was hurt last year. He's back. And then Kirk Cousins, is the, it's kind of a similar storyline uh, to Carr in Vegas where he's got all these weapons. Like, this is kind of the year. He's this kind of beta-cuck loser, but, like, he's kind of good. Like, who knows how that's going to play out, so... I like what you just said. Uh, Kevin O'Connell, who drags Wes Phillips from the Rams. These guys are Super Bowl champs. I love what they're going to do to this Vikings offense with one of the best receivers in the game. And you've got, and we're not even talking about uh, Adam over there. I mean, you know, Jefferson is just an absolute Jefferson's going to play cu- the he, cup role. He, he's, he's, he's an absolute stud. 
Um, I really love this coaching staff. More importantly, um, very underrated hire in Ed Donatel, who is the defensive coordinator for the Broncos. That's a top two defense. As bad as Denver has been, their defense is stellar. Maybe you could you know, make the correlation to mile high, but at the end of the day, Ed Donatel, he's got a phenomenal success uh, track record on the defensive side of the uh, ball, and, and they, they need talent. that. They need that because they were 24th in scoring defense last year, 13th in offense. So I think this offense gets better and their defense gets better. And again, they were at eight wins last year. And if they, with hires, uh, with O'Connell and Phillips from the Rams and Donatel, I think that's enough to get them above that nine and a half. I like the over here. They're going to be a fucking pain in the ass. Whoever I, plays them is going to have th- a not this, fun. Th- this, this, is, this is a team that's probably going to annoy a lot of people because they're going to do well. Unpleasant. Uh, the Saints, uh, they won nine games last year. I don't know how they how did the it. How the fuck did they do Because their, their defense was top four. Uh, they had a phenomenal defense. Uh, this year, they're a half a game worse on the over-under projections at eight and a half. Uh, I don't know what to think here. Honestly, this is going to be tight in a tight division, tight race. What do you boys think? I'll start us off. I kind of like the Saints. I kind of like the over, and I kind of like them to com- contend with Tampa Bay in this this uh, division, I think Seamus Jameis, I think he was injury riddled last year. I think a lot of things didn't break his way. I think he is a talented quarterback that can sling the fuck out of the football. I think he got his eye surgery and can see as of last year in the preseason, but I don't know, man. I think people are sleeping a little bit on the saints here and I, I really like them. The total is kind of scary. (laughs) Like I wasn't expecting it to be this high. I also didn't expect him to have it be that high last year. Like, I'm taking the over, but I don't feel great about it. Ten, what's the over? Nine and a half? So they got to get 10 wins. Yeah, that's very high with James, a QB. I mean, Alvin Kamara and Michael Thomas is back. Uh, they've got two that's of a the big question best, mark. best players there. How invested is Michael Thomas? We don't know. Um that's a really difficult and I'll take the guts as the under and I'll take the under. I, I think they lose. I think they probably lose more games than they win and then they go eight and nine. You want to know why they won nine games last year? Because Sean Cowboys. Payton was their head coach and Sean Payton knows what he's doing and Sean Payton is gone. Give me the under. Yeah, I don't disagree with you. But I Payton like- was an offensive mind. Like and they were stellar on defense. Like it, there's, it doesn't quite align with the narrative to me. But whatever. No, you're right though. I mean, but Dennis Allen, uh, who was the defensive coordinator, big time players coach. You've heard that before. Uh, a lot of the players love this guy. It is a defensive minded team. It's going to be different than kind of that air raid offense that we've seen from the Saints uh, in their stellar years. And last year, as bad as they were, or at least, you know, what we thought, because um, they only won nine games, uh, they, I guess they were top 20, which is still bottom 50 percentile, not that great. But um, I think Pete Carmichael, who's been there forever, he's got more to work with. Uh, Jarvis Landry, I think he's going to be an upgrade. You've got uh, Math Allen defense that they picked up in the offseason. With all that being said, I like this team better than I did last year, and I'm still going under. Mm. So it's I th- just too high. I think I'm it's too high for this it, team. It's, 
I don't know. I, I, I think it's too high. I think max they win eight games, and I'm pretty confident that that it, that'll be the ceiling. Um, yeah. Maybe one of the worst teams in the league, the New York Giants, um, who won four games last year. This total has gone from them winning four to seven and a half, maybe the biggest jump in over-under, unless I'm reading something wrong, because <laughs> I see seven and a half. And I'm like, I have no idea how they're going to get there. But it tastes bad. Like just hearing you say seven and a half, I'm like, that yeah. Well, seem it's right. still not as big as the what was it? Who was? Did we say it was going to win more than double? It was the Bears or whoever it was that was three won three games last year, and they were Detroit. Win seven, Detroit. Okay, it's not as big as that, but it's close. Uh, I think the Giants are over. I think they're an over team. They're going to be a really, really, really? good defense. They're in a weak division that they get to play all the time where you can win a bunch of games. I think Daniel Jones is better than people give him credit for. They've been not healthy at all, and he hasn't had any O-line help. If they can stay healthy, they have, they've picked up two guys on the O-line who are going to be good. I think Daniel Jones is probably a starter for them. Um, so I think that they'll win at least eight games. I think this division is going to be going to be tighter than you think but i think a wild card's coming out of here between them and the eagles i think giants are over the Go giants ahead, stink the, the it's a new regime again their schedule is easy it's uh i think statistically the easiest in the league yes they have uh based on last year's schedule they had a lot of turnovers last season they will probably be better there Actually, they just stink, man. I, I just don't believe in the Giants. I don't believe in Daniel Jones. Guy, The guy never stays healthy, and he stinks. And, you know, if he stinks for the first four games, he's going to be on the hot seat. New York's going to be all on his ass. I just don't trust this team to be better. Mm. They seem snake bit. We'll see. I could be very wrong about this one, but I would be inclined to, to think to go double play under on these Giants. Ooh, I like the under as well, but for different reasons. I think Kenny Galladay is washed. I think Kadarius Tony, this the number two receiver, is a humongous question mark. You look at his injury designations from last year: COVID twice, hamstring injury, quad injury, shoulder injury, thumb injury. He's a fucking rookie. Like the guy gets injured, he doesn't stay healthy. Uh, Wandale Robinson, that's their third guy, and then after that, there's a bunch of just red like tape across their entire receiver corpse. I think, I think Saquon has a big year. I think he bounces back. But other than that, I think this is a disaster of a year for the giants. I think under it, it, it very well, maybe. And I don't know if it's my involvement with founders and <laughs> leadership, but this year I am all about leadership. And when I look at coaching upgrades, there is no better team that went out and hired the best of the best. You got Brian Dabble, who is the offensive coordinator of the Bills. You've got Kafka, who is the OC under Holmes. And then you've got Don Wink Martindale uh, out of Baltimore. And that guy is going to throw twists, stunts, blitzes, nipple twist, all of it. I think this team is absolutely going to outperform these estimates and they're going to be a force. Saquon's due. If Daniel Jones can't do it, under DeBalas and Kafka, he's out of the fucking league. We thought that when Jones got drafted, I think it was like six or seven. 
we all were like, who is this guy? This is a joke. Okay. This is when ownership is either going to, you know, die on the vine or on the stake, whatever you analogy you want to make. I think the giants are going to squeak out enough. I'm targeting seven to eight wins. And although it's at seven and a half, I lean to eight games. Tyrod Taylor provides some nice insurance, honestly, against Jones. I would not be surprised if Jones goes down from some stupid running play that he does. And uh, I'm sorry, Taylor, to come out. And you mentioned two offensive linemen. I think those guys uh, are going to do well. Minus, yeah, they picked up someone in the draft, and then um, they picked up. They a got vet. Thibodeau, yeah, who's an absolute beast well, on the edge. On the DN, yeah, who also got hurt. But anyway, yeah. is he not playing? Yeah, uh, he he sprained an MCL um, in the preseason game last week, so he's going to be. Out. But they think he'll be back for week one. Regardless, it's a big upgrade. They did well. G man over. Yeah, uh, three and a half games is monstrous. I, I like I like the over here. Peter and I on the over, and you've got uh, Brad and Micah who just doesn't like the Giants because he's a Cowboys fan, and that was enough for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Philadelphia, these guys won nine last year. Total now is nine and a half games. Guys, I have a lock on this pick. This is my lock of the episode. You want me to kick it off because I'm very Go excited. You've got Serrani. You've got Serrani back. First off, this team, they were 12th on offense and scoring offense. Uh, their defense was okay, 19th. They gave up 23 uh, points a game. I think A.J. Brown uh, is definitely an upgrade. Uh, I love the upgrades that they had uh, in the draft with uh, Dean, the kid out of Georgia, who slipped hard, and then Davis. I think these guys win 10 to 12 games easy on the 9.5, and, and they are going to press the Cowboys, they will absolutely take the game against the Cowboys at home. Mark my words, Eagles will take one of two from the Cowboys. They will absolutely hit that nine and a half number and they will make the playoffs. And as much as I hate the Eagles, you know how much I hate the Eagles. I hate them. I fucking hate them. What's the name you call them? I don't know. I Yeah, I don't even want to say it because I feel like every time I get it wrong and it like, it's analogous to something racist, and I don't want to say it, but it's like uh, the insane clown posse people. What are they? The juggalos. Yeah, the the juggalos. Jug- juggalos. See, yeah. see how you did it? What you yeah. just did. I did the same thing because one's racist and no. one's an insane clown posse. Juggalos is sex. Okay. Anyway, um, I, <laughs> I think the Eagles are an average team with a very average quarterback, and they're destined for averageness. While, like... Jalen Hurts, he's a lovely guy, and he had a you know decent college career. He's an average NFL quarterback because he's not that great at throwing the football. He never will be. He'll win you some games with his legs. He'll lose you some games with his arm. They're an average team run by an average quarterback. So I, I, eight and nine, nine and eight, maybe, maybe. You could, in a push, see 10 and 7 if everything goes their way with health. But I could also see 7 and 10. So I'll, if it's 9.5, that feels high, I'll take under. Hey, can I just say this? You think the quarterback is not that good. Well, he's, no, he's average. Just he's an average. average. Yeah, he's in, they're an 8 and 9, well, 9 and 18. When we look at the uh, the rookie out of the Chargers, uh, Herbert, um, what do we think of him? He won the rookie of the year. 
I don't know what to think of him yet. I think he, I think he's could be decent. He he, he won rookie of the year. Decent. It's got to mean something. It means it's a tangible, measurable event award. Am I wrong? Yeah, yeah, rookie of the year. Yeah, Shane, I mean Shane Steichen, the offensive coordinator, had a hand in that, and he is now the offensive coordinator for the Eagles. Yeah, but it, he isn't thrown the football. If you were to tell me that this offensive coordinator is the new quarterback and he was the guy with a really good arm and he right. was going to throw it, I'd sure. say, okay. But Jalen Hurts is still the guy that's in the pocket throwing the football. He's not that good. Okay. You can't invent something that isn't there. Like You can't just make him better at you, throwing it. Right. He Bel- is what he Belichick is. Belichick like, isn't on the field. He doesn't do anything. He doesn't help any of that, right? Well, well, no, he doesn't actually throw the football. The reason they were good is fucking Brady was there. What I'm telling you is with an average quarterback, you're going to probably win nine Jalen or eight Hurts, games. Jalen Hurts played for three years under Nick Saban. He played under Lincoln Riley at Oklahoma. Right. He's, he's, had, fun, he has had the best coach he's in his whole He's had plenty of coaching. The guy, right. Peter what called is. him an average NFL quarterback. I would just say he's a limited NFL quarterback. He's proven that he can't get the ball down the field. There's a ceiling on quarterbacks and on teams that do that. He's not an explosive, dynamic runner the way somebody like Lamar Jackson is. Nine wins seems like a, a pretty hard ceiling for me for this Eagles team. Am so I tripping? Am I tripping that I think this Eagles team is the lock? I like this Eagles team. And I, I don't understand how, why we're giving we're knocking Jalen Hurts for playing under those coaches and winning like 99.9% of his games while he was in college. Like he also won uh, under those coaches. Yeah, he was also pulled at halftime in the biggest game of all time for a freshman because Saban realized how limited he fucking was he and he was never going to win the game because he had to throw it. So I think I love Jalen Hurts. I think he's great. I think he's great to have in your team. He's probably the best pro. He's a gamer, man. He's a gamer and he's a great pro. And yeah, if there's a fourth quarter drive or something that has to happen for him to win, I can see him doing a lot of those things over the entire length of a season. Micah is spot on. You're limited in the amount of games I think you're going to win with Jalen Hurts. You'd rather Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson yeah. runs it, is quicker, runs it better, and throws it slightly better than Jalen Hurts. He's just a little worse version of Jalen Hurts. I just like this. I, th- I like sorry, their Lamar. skill positions in Philly. I like the upgrade. I like the AG Br- AJ Brown. I think Devontae Smith is a bad motherfucker. I think Jalen Reagan's a bad motherfucker. Jalen Rager, and he's on the bench. He's riding second string. Like, I think they've got some area for growth. Miles Sanders is one of the most boring motherfuckers in the league, but he's good. He performs. Yeah. Hey, did you guys even look at the schedule? Because it's it's the Lions automatic week one. Uh, they've got Washington week three, week mm. four, Jacksonville Jaguars. They're three and one through four. They potentially could beat the Cardinals. Um, they potentially could beat the Cowboys. They're going to beat the Steelers. They'll beat the Texans. They'll yep. beat the Commanders yep. again. They're going to have one of the best records through the first half of the season. There's no question. It's going to get hairy for them, the back end of it, with the Colts, the Packers, the Titans. Uh, but you mix that in with the Bears, uh, the G-Men, the Saints, and the G-Men twice. I just think they've got a very easy schedule for how talented this team is. Yeah. So... I don't know if you guys look at the schedule, irregardless of of talent. Mm. It's just about schedule. So look at scheduling. All right, moving on. San Francisco 49ers. Sorry, Mitch, just to to follow up. According to schedule, they do have the second easiest schedule. There you go. Thank you. So 
we'll my, that. my eyes do get stuck sometimes. Uh, they're working tonight. San Francisco won 10 games last year. Their total is nine and a half this year. We've got Lance at the helm. What is going on with, with Jimmy G? Why is he still there? It's the most expensive backup in history. I was a Jew, Micah. You and I could appreciate wasted money. We like value as Jewish people. People say we're cheap. It's not true. We like value. We will pay. We will pay for value. What's Jimmy the, G, twenty million dollars on the bench. What's the total? For Shabbat the Shalom. <laughs> well, I I would anticipate he won't be on this team when the when the season starts, and because it because my people like value. I believe that is the reason they are trying to get some trade value for him. Eventually they're going to have to cut bait and just give him up, but he's not going to be on the team as a backup. Where is he going? I don't know if there's anywhere to go. I think Seattle does not want to. Seattle needs him. Seattle needs him. What's the total for Niners? Nine and a half. Um, Yeah. Nine and a half. I mean, I guess you just hope and, and wait for somebody to get hurt in the third preseason game. Like, uh, what happened? You remember when uh, Jay Cutler came out of retirement and played one season for the Dolphins like three or four years ago? He had retired. Then the Dolphins quarterback got hurt, and then they're like, eh, "Why don't you come in here, Jay, and you can spit your semi-racist bullshit and uh, lead us to you know four or five wins?" And that's what happened. Jimmy Garoppolo, a better football player than Jay Cutler, probably uh, uh, by a also mile. very much hurt. So we'll see. I think he belongs on the Falcons. I think the Falcons could be an ideal place for him. Uh, Jimmy, if you'd like to contact me, you know where to find me. I've always done this for the head coaches out there. You know where to get me. Yeah, the, this total, it, it's just it's difficult because they're starting a guy who we've no idea what he's like, if he's any good, uh, and he's going to run around a lot, right? He's won't be, he won't throw it as well as, as Jimmy G will. Uh, the total's nine and a half. I think I'm. I don't have the faith in Trey Lance to win ten games. No, I got to take the under here. And these guys, um, as good as their defense is going to be, I think they'll regret moving on from Jimmy G. So I think under. Who did they lose before Brad? Before you get in, but I'm looking at this team. Who they lost? Kawan Williams, T- Compton. They lost Key and. They got a few guys, but they really didn't lose anything. And in fact, they got Jeff Wilson Jr. Than the quarterback, the most fucking important position. Well, they still have him. Yeah, they they do. St- but maybe they keep him in the event that Lance is just an absolute bust, which they've already made that decision that they're not going to do that. Um, Shanahan, I look at Shanahan in the same company as I look at uh, uh, McVeigh, uh, young stud. They've got great, great uh, coaching. At the at every level, D'Amico Ryan's has been there forever. Great defensive-minded uh, coach. Uh, they were number five in scoring on the defensive side. Look, I think this is gonna. This is one of those bets that I would not make a bet. If you're a 49ers fan and you're saying nine and a half, it's going to be nine wins or ten wins, and there's not much room for that. Um, this is this this is a tough tough bet. If I had a lean, it would be over, and it's by half a game. It's not much. I like the over. I feel pretty comfortable with it. I think that they can make. I think that they can mask any deficiencies that Trey Lance has. I think that he's clearly a talent that they believe in. If they're moving off on Jimmy G, who they're paying twenty million dollars on their bench, 
I think they have similar uh, proclivities to your people, Mitch. I think they know that they're spending $20 million on that guy sitting on the bench. And he's handsome and marketable. I think they see the higher ceiling with this Lance Cat. And, you know, I think uh, Ayuk comes in, has a much better year than he had last year. He struggled a lot, but he is looking like a beast now. I mean, their skill positions are monsters. Oh my, their receiving core is just mean. Three. And then on top of that, you got your uh, you got your tight end who basically just hurts people at all times. If he can stay healthy, if he can stay healthy, and then you got the defense. Like I think that's the winning formula. Peter, you went under. Yeah, I'm taking Micah, the over. Micah, you went under. I have yet to speak on this team. I tend Let's to agree it. with what Mitch said completely. This is a nine or ten win team with very little middle ground. I'm inclined to go under with a quarterback who started about two games in the last 10 years. Uh, I've seen Trey Lance play in person uh, at North Dakota State. He is huge. He is a bowling ball. He is a uh, different kind of runner. He is a strong bowl of a man, and he's got an unbelievable arm on him. That being said, the guy hasn't played much football. I just don't think... I can count on him to win more than ten or you know more than nine games. So give me the under. All right, we've got Micah on the under, me on the over, Brad you on the over. over, and Peter on the under. Uh, Seattle. I mean, I don't know what this fucking team is doing. Um, they would have been. They, it feels like they could be tanking. This team won seven last year with Russell Wilson. Uh, five and a half games is the total. Is Geno Smith? Worth two games less. I think he's worth four games less. If Gino is my quarterback, I think that's a problem. I mean, I I don't put a whole lot of stock into the preseason, but when like Duck Hodges and Mitchell Trubisky just like carves you the fuck up, like you know you got problems on your defensive side of the ball. I think this defense is going to be atrocious on top of their offense being absolutely fucking atrocious. I think this is the worst team in the league. I think they are destined for just a terrible, miserable life of experience in 2022, 2023. Uh, what's the total? Five and a half. Five and a half. I will take the under and give me two of those. Yeah. This is this is a weird one. Like, it seems so obvious that it screams under. Like, almost too obvious one of those that, fuck, this team, everyone thinks they're going to be absolute dog shit but they actually end up winning seven or eight games. I think this is one of the cases where everyone is kind of right and they are complete dog shit. They don't have a quarterback. It starts there. Drew Locke kind of fucking stinks. I think their coach is just old as balls and he's past it and he needs to fucking pack it in and fucking go live in fucking wherever he wants to live. Uh, but yeah, I think this team, it's it's one of those where Brett, like, they may just intentionally lose a bunch of games, get the number one overall pick, and kind of rebuild. So get I can see them winning like two or three games. Mason Rudolph went nine for 15 versus him for 93 yards and a touchdown. Mitch went four for seven for 63 and a touch. Kenny Pickett, rookie, 13 for 15, 95 yards, two touchdowns. I mean, they're just getting filleted by below uh, average talent. I think they're in big trouble. If that defense stinks, they're really in trouble. They weren't that bad last year. They are middle of the road. I mean, literally on the offensive side and the defensive side, and then they bring in Desai from Chicago, and Desai from Chicago, they have not been the monsters of Midway. Mm. It almost feels like they're hiring the people that absolutely stink and not making the right acquisitions. Although I love the Noah Fant 
pickup. I like the Quandre Diggs pickup, but you can't make up for the losses of Wilson and Wagner. Uh, Everett was actually pretty serviceable as a tight end. Uh, I think I think this is probably the worst team in the league. Um, Agreed. Yeah, I, I really do. I agree with what you said, Brad. Uh, this team is under. I think maybe at best, uh, maybe they get to six games and and, and it's over. But I, I don't. I think it's going to be more on the uh, four to five side and in a in a tough division. So uh, we've got hey, two teams. Le- Go ahead. I'm ta- I'm taking the over. Oh, we had a full two. consensus, and then you fucking blow yeah. it on a team like Seattle. Two reasons, fam. Let's hear it. Drew Locke. Oh, gosh. Why? Mizzou. Because Drew Locke is good, and he wins football games. And He Gino wins Smith football games. Terrible. Where have I been? Where is he? Was he winning football games in Denver? Where have I been that he's been winning football games in the NFL? Denver. He went 6-0 and his rookie year in Denver. If he's got a defense behind him. I just, I think he's good. Man. No, no, he's and got I, a defense, not a good defense. They were like fifth from bottom in yards allowed last season. They were like in the give, bottom five in, the in defense they, last season. They were fucking can awful. Win seven or eight games and still be a losing team. But give me Seattle. I hate Pete Carroll. He's a fucking old bastard. He's a conspiracy theorist. He's trash. I hate him. Okay. He's a fucking 9 11 truther. Pete Carroll can go straight to hell, but his teams don't quit. Uh, I just, I think they're going to hang in there and win seven games. Yeah. I don't agree at all. Uh, Tampa Bay, they won 13 last year, uh, 11 and a half. They are the highest outside of Buffalo for the total games over under here. Guys, what do we think here? Brady's been on like the mass singer in Bahamas. I don't know what the fuck he's doing. But do we even care that Brady's not even there during this time in preseason? No, don't care that he's not there. But 11 half's just too high for me to take the over on it. I think, I think I'll just take the under just because um, 11's probably about right. I mean, he's like 40 fucking three or something. Whatever fucking age he is. He's so old. He can't keep getting better. I think they probably, you know, Gronk's not back. Jensen, their center's hurt now. Mike Evans never stays healthy. Godwin's coming off ACL. There's a lot going on there. I think 11 halfs too high. You take the under. Wait, I think it's too high too. And it's all about the offensive line being injury riddled, having a 45-year-old quarterback like, I know that he gets the ball off quick, but Mike, like you said, Chris Godwin's coming off a year of being out. The rest of these guys, like just Mike Evans is the only real sure thing. Julio Jones has been added to the squad, like, but I mean, we all know what that means. He's He is on the very tail end of his career. He could be like meaningful in the playoffs, but I don't think that he's going to be a difference maker in the regular season. I think Tom Brady could get lit up this year if that offensive line can't protect him. And if he does, he's going to be out because 45-year-olds break when big people hit them. Wow. So do 40-year-olds and and people like me. So Have you you guys looked at their their schedule? It's, I mean, it's not that that hard. Yeah. Um, I mean, they upgraded at Shaq Mason from the Pats, who Brady's very familiar with. They re-signed Godwin, uh, who's healthy. They got Gage. I really don't think outside of OJ Howard, who's whatever, 
uh, and Ronald Jones. They lost Jordan Whitehead, my boy, uh, at safety. I really don't think they lost anybody. And are they worse than they were last year on paper? I are think they? so. Are they? Uh, they got Godwin well, You're now. talking about schedule. They're, they're, they could be 0-4. If they the lose season. to the New Orleans, they they're go, in big fucking trouble. at Cowboys week one, at Saints, then they get Green Bay and the Chiefs. For, first four games, very difficult. They got you know they have Falcons, Steelers, Panthers, easy enough. To if they lose to New schedule. Orleans in then game week Ravens. two, yeah, they go I Ravens, mean. Rams, at Browns, at 49ers, at Cardinals. They're it's not an easy schedule. Twelve is a lot. Are they catching the Browns on their first week with uh, Deshaun? They are week twelve. They are that sucks. They are no no no. Deshaun comes back in, in week thirteen. Oh, I thought uh, he came back week twelve. I don't know. It's a twelve game suspension, but it's week thirteen. So um, I, I I look at this and they're at home versus Green Bay and at home versus Kansas City back to back. I think they win one of those. I think they guarantee win. Uh, against the Saints. I think they're mm. two and two worst case scenario, and then they go on a little run here. Um so you like the over? Uh, I, I I do I do like the over. I you know Todd Todd Bowles, former defensive coordinator, uh I think that defense has been phenomenal and I think they just get better. And the one thing that does concern me about this call is Brady, I think in order to be a leader, you've got to do what you say and him not being present, I think just sets a weird tone. It does. It sets a weird precedent. That's the only hang up I've got. And and I'm not being a Brady Homer. Is is Leonard look really heavy too? Leonard Fournette looks like he weighs about 400 pounds right now. I mean, he had a great season last year, but he could be, uh, he needs to play into shape quick. Yeah. I feel like he's always sleeping a cracker. I, I like the over here too. I just think the chances that Tampa wins the, the over the total what is what 10 and a half Mitch it's a 11 and a half 11 and a half I think it's more likely that Tampa wins 13 or 14 games than it is they win 10 okay they just there I said Atlanta but I said I mean Tampa same Look, colors I don't care yeah. what Tom Brady's doing for 10 days if he's sitting on the beach with his peace out he's the greatest of all time he's the team is I like going how you to said respect it. him there, Tom Brady is going to win ten games without doing anything. The and division stinks. They've got a, he can win ten by himself. Then the team is good enough to win two more. Give me Tampa. I and, agree. and there's no Todd Bowles knows what he's doing. He's experienced. He's a good. Uh, he'll he'll be a fine NFL head coach. There's no there's no. He's been a part of the staff. There's not a change in regime. There's just a different guy uh, calling the shots. Tom Brady's the head coach. Tom Brady will win 12 games. Give me Tampa. And they didn't lose Arians either, by the way. He's in the front office, which whatever that means. So uh, last but least. You saved uh, this one, didn't you? The Washington Commanders. I mean, good Lord. These guys, I I mean, they fucking stink. Um, These guys were bottom of the barrel in almost every category. And when you look on paper, you see Carson Wentz and you think, oh, my God, what an upgrade over uh, (laughs) Heineken. And I don't think that's true. I bet that uh, Heineken is probably finishing the season as as a starting quarterback because Wentz has proved he's the all-time bust. 
Uh, Washington, seven and a half games in a division that I just don't think is going to happen. I'm just leading this off because you've got uh, Ron uh, Riverboat Rivera, who stinks. He's never won. Jack Del Rio stinks. I don't understand how seven and a half games can happen with this team in this fucking division when I see no upgrades whatsoever. I will say one thing. This receiving core is actually pretty fucking sneaky good. They're really good. Sneaky good. Sneaky good. That's the only thing. And Chase Young, he's out for the first four games. So maybe he comes back in week six. What is wrong with Chase Young? Yeah, I'm seeing all these news news and notes. Four weeks minimum is what they're saying. I... there's a lot of question marks coming out of this camp too, coming out of preseason. They're talking about Antonio Gibson like returning kicks for their their team in preseason, playing into the f- fourth quarter like he was their starting running back. He's basically off. Brian Robinson's coming in and it's probably going to spell him uh, coming out of Alabama for the running back position. I like the receivers. I don't like uh, homeboy. Uh, the quarterback wins. It's just not a good trade. Not an upgrade. I agree. I think uh, Heineken's... It's an overreach. And then they got J.D. McKissick, the check down king, and they've got Wentz, the king of not checking down. Uh, What's their it's total? Just seven and a half. Seven, seven and, and a half. half. Yeah, I'll take the under. That's high. Um, I feel like this team is going to be, it's going to end up very similar to the win totals for the Giants and for the Eagles. Mm-hmm. I think are gonna and the Cardinals are gonna all up end up around the same in that seven, eight, nine total area. So with that, I'm gonna take the over on the Washington Cardinals. Mitch is just so offended because think, you're going against the insane clown I, posse I think, in uh, I think the Eagles. I think their uh receivers are good. I think the defense will be better. God, their name sucks so bad. I just can't yeah. even say it with a straight Carson fucking Wentz face. Is brutal, but I think they'll win more than seven and a half games. The freaking Commanders. It's just a travesty. I like football team better. I don't think the Commanders is that bad. You like it? I do like it. Me it's and Michael f- like calling the Manders. I like the team name. I like the, the Commanders. Commons. I really do. I fucking I like this. I want to like this. You team think it's going to come around? Maybe I'll get it. I just don't have a taste for it, man. Every I like time I it. said, I'm like, this is a fucking stupid name. Hey, so you, you think it's over seven, seven and a half. Maybe they get one in Jacksonville, Detroit. No chance. Titans. No, maybe bears. There's three. Wait, no chance of beating Detroit. Uh, yeah, no, they will. There's three games right there. They're losing to the Packers, Colts, Vikings. They're going to lose to the Eagles. They'll win against the Texans. There's four. They'll get five against the Falcons, six against the Giants, maybe seven (laughs) against the Giants, maybe. Maybe. And then they don't get another one. And Mm. then it's over. Because they're they're not beating Deshaun Watson, uh, led with the Browns. Mm -hmm. They're not beating the Cowboys. They're not beating the 49ers at home. So maybe if everything goes right, they get to seven. There's zero chance that the commanders go over. I like it. Uh, give me the under on the commies as well. If Is I'm that consensus? On anything, it's bad franchises will continue to be bad. This franchise is a nightmare. Uh, they can change the name all they want. The commies are trash. Carson Wentz is going to throw 100 interceptions uh, before he gets hurt. 
just give me the under. I mean, this this team and this franchise cannot win more than more than uh, they lose, and they won't do it again this year. Fair enough. I think we're done. By the way, we have zero consensus picks. Wow. Zero. Uh, which probably means that we're going to be right on all of them. Uh, I wonder, is it possible? I'd love to actually f- figure out, like, it's definitely not possible for all to get all of them right based on, like, win totals. You know what I mean? Right. We're definitely, like, the the math doesn't add up. It, it doesn't. Right, for it sure. But, um, no, I'm definitely going to win. That's all. Yeah. Pete, Pete's the one who is always the one b- blowing the uh, consensus on, I, on a team. I've got real data. Uh I can't wait to do this again next week for the AFC. Folks, if you've been following the algorithm, I've been study, studying math for the last like nine months. No joke. I know how to model. I've revamped the algo. Last year, although we had a winning record, I don't know how we did it, Brad, but we managed to actually lose money even though I had a winning record for the algo. I have no idea how we did it, but somehow we managed to do that. User error. It was, it was I don't on know, me. I don't know yeah. how we did it because uh, the value index algo, which I'm signing up for next week in Vegas for the Circa uh, Sports Million, we finished in the top 30% of all handicappers, by the way, in the world. There's over 4,000 handicappers. We finished in the top 30%. And it was our worst season. We're going to even be better. Uh, we, we, we will be better. And the new modeling has some interesting components that I will share throughout the season. I'm excited for this. You think you're Tom Brady? You're, you're now you're modeling? Uh, me? Yeah. Am I modeling? The algo. The algo is modeling? Didn't you say the you got new modeling? Hot. The algo has some work. All right. We'll wrap it up. It was a good episode, y'all. Micah, you want to close us out here? Sure. I loved it. We'll be back next week with breaking down the AFC. In the meantime, visit MicahWiner.com. Schedule your risk-free mortgage consultation today. And until next time, play us out, Brad. Oh, we're playing. Mm, bye-bye. Thanks for listening.